Welcome to the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast, your best source for information, news, tips, and tricks to get you off the ground running and earn success with your custom apparel decorating business. So get ready to soak up some knowledge. Now, here are your hosts, Mark and Mark. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 82 of the Custom Apparel Startups Podcast. My name is Mark Stevenson from Coldessi. And this is Mark Vila from Coleman and & Company, and today we're here to talk about uh, children and lessons that they can teach us. So, uh, lessons your kids can teach you about owning a business. Yes, although now that the podcast is 82, yes, okay. I, I, I don't think we should be discussing having new children. Grandkids, then. Grandkids, grandkids. okay. okay. Right. So, the grandkids are, uh, your grandkids are sweet, and your kids are sweet, and they're also tough and they're relentless and they uh, you know they can fall down and bust their knee and get right back up and yeah, jump that, right back there, up there are a lot of things that your kids do um, that um, Mark Vila pointed out because he actually has one okay um, and it's been quite a while since mine were you know munchkins yeah but um, I thought it's a great idea they're really when you think about it kids have a lot of traits that are worthy of emulating in your business and I think it's they've got some approaches to life and what they do every day that we lose over time. Yeah, that you get. Uh, let's just be frank about it. You get jaded as you grow up, right? Yeah. You've been dumped and and fired, and you've and you've failed twenty times, and you failed a test, and you failed a class. Or things have been you know, great. <laughs> well, I mean, just generally speaking, though, we've all had negative experiences and failures, and yes. then these turn into. Um, these turns into resistance to change and fear and anxiety and, and all of these things yeah. that that we reflect into our businesses sometimes. I, I, I agree. And, and that's why I think that we should jump right in. All right. Okay. So um, we've made a short list here. Yes. And let's start with the, with the first one on here. And we, we put they're relentless. Yeah. You know, children are relentless. They don't give up. When they, when they see something they want yeah. or there's something that they want to do, they really do just kind of dig their dig their heels in. You know, they're not giving up on asking for something for Christmas. They're not, you know, uh, giving up on uh, making it to the next level of the video game. Yeah, and you got to think if if you have children or remember back to when you were a child, even just a, a teenager. Right. You know, um, if you played baseball or basketball or football, how many hours did you spend practicing and practicing and falling down and swinging the bat? If you were into video games, I mean, how many times would you play that same level yeah. over and over and over again, then finally you beat it and the next one's even harder. Right. And you do it again. Yeah. And I think that's missing in a lot of our businesses. One of the big points I think we hit on before we, we went live here yeah. is that most of our customers, most of our new business owners never practice like yeah. literally they come out of their training class on a piece of new equipment and you probably have experienced this yourself if you're already in business you get an embroidery machine or you get a digital heat FX printer or a DTG printer or a screen printing device anything you go to training you get trained up and then you start doing orders yeah and then and you that's only the orders. Yeah, yeah the only time you ever touch the machine is to do orders so that is like learning the basics of baseball like I know how to throw I know how to catch and I know how to hit. Yeah. And if all you do is play in baseball games from then on, you'll be okay, but you'll never be great. No, never. A pro is never just in any sport, in anything, video games, whatever it would be, yeah. is never somebody who just learns how to do it and then shows up to do to shows up to play or yeah, shows up and, to do a and job. Sometimes you, and sometimes you need to force kids to do that. You know, you, yeah. you have to make them go to practice and everything. Um, sometimes they do it themselves. But whoever motivates it, kids spend a lot of time learning and practicing what they learned. So what we're saying here is that you should do your letters too. Yeah. You know, get those big pages with the extra spaces and practice your lowercase <laughs> letters. Yes. You know, on on vinyl or whatever your skill set is. Yeah. Give yourself homework. I mean, yeah. give your be relentless about it. Don't give up. And the thing is, is you're going to, this is happens all too often, is somebody just starts doing whatever, like you said, whatever it is, doesn't yeah. matter. Vinyl or embroidery or direct-to-garment printing transfers, it doesn't matter what you're doing. We're going to, somebody is going to call in today extremely frustrated yeah. because they messed up and it's like their third try. Right. And they're ready to give up. 
Right. I mean, that will happen just frequently. And um, and you got to be like that child, that inner child that you have, where it's like you messed up and you do it again, you know, and ki- skateboarding kids. I mean, you know, yeah. I see some kids skateboard in my neighborhood and they're always trying to jump these curbs and miss these spots. I see I see them doing it every day. Yeah. And the kid wiping the, out. Constantly. Yeah. These, these these few little boys, they never get it. Right, right, right. But they're but still, they're still doing at it, it. and still then and every it. once in a while they do they could do something cool, and then you know I rewind memory memories back to a year ago, and they couldn't do anything, and now some the things that they're doing that are simply now just like going straight fast ahead is easy. Yeah, you really you really have to set aside time for this, whether it's practicing your um, your technique in actually decorating apparel or using the equipment, whether it's practicing your social media skills yeah or practicing your sales skills or your phone skills you've got to identify each area that you need to excel in just like your kids do in school got six or seven or eight periods in a day they've got homework and they've got to practice each one you guys do too you just don't do it yeah and don't give up right that's the big thing is don't give up whatever it is if you if you're not great at sales actually decorating whatever yeah. it is you don't give up on it be relentless and do it until you become a master yeah. and then you are the one who succeeds the people that's it i mean that's the number one for me and that's why i put it first is because the folks who aren't relentless that they're going to give up somewhere it yes. doesn't matter if they're if it's ha- making the shirt if it's running the business yeah. if it whatever it is they're going to stop those those kids that ended up not being relentless in their practice of skateboarding yeah ended up doing marketing yes so, exactly exactly just think of the possibilities uh, all right number two is that kids are creatures of habit what do you yeah, mean yeah they feel great in habits and and if anybody who's um done any sort of studying on child psychology teachers yeah. um whatever you are it's it's consistent that they say your children have to be in a routine right if you want them to behave well and you want them to excel they wake up they well. wake up at this time they brush their teeth in this way they yep. have this breakfast they go to school at this time yeah at, at seven o'clock it's pajamas at 7 45 it's brushing teeth at eight o'clock it's yeah. it's read a book at 8 15 it's lights out you know these yeah. things and they they thrive in these environments and that's why teachers and schools are very regimented in that way they start the first thing we do is we stand up and do the pledge and then the next thing we do is we do this little exercise yeah. and then we read this and they do it and children just thrive in this environment yeah. adults do too yeah it, you it's know? you know it's funny i love the example that you put down here and it's uh, try to get them to use a different sippy cup oh yeah you know than what they're used to or worse yet um don't be able to find their um the stuffed toy that they like to sleep with or yeah. try to skip reading a story right before bed. Try to skip a couple pages. No, yeah, yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, um, my daughters would would both know. You know, they're starting to doze off, and you you're reading in the same book for the five hundredth time. So you go from like page two, they're about to fall asleep. You skip ahead to page ten. All of a sudden, they're awake. Yeah, right. you've reset the clock. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we need to do that. So how do we do that as business owners um, when? Uh, Equipment maintenance might be one. I think that's a you wait, that's, that's just like the perfect example. Yeah. Is you, what do you do in the morning? You come in, you turn on the machines in these order. You oil this, you clean this, you wipe that, you set this, yep. you, you do all of that. Then throughout your day, you might have like a midday maintenance type of a thing, and at the end of the day, you shut it down. Yes, the same thing with opening a store, right? Yeah. Like you. Every morning you sweep and then you wipe this down and you clean the window and you check your register. Yeah. You got to have this routine. And um, and I, you know, this is a combination of just having worked for some really big companies and yeah. working in retail that we just had checklists. Right. And we had to do it every day. It was time to close the store. Here's the 14 things we have to do in order. Yeah. And uh, that's how they run a big company is making sure every store is doing it. You know, and so, so few, there, there are a few um, small businesses that I've been into locally um mm-hmm. apparel shops that have posted things to do on on the wall yeah you know or on the whiteboard um and it's it starts with machine maintenance it ends with turning off the lights at the end of the night and setting the alarm and i really think that this is a worthwhile thing for all of you to sit down and do is figure out you know what are the the daily habits first of all the the checklist of things that you physically have to do every day 
and then maybe the, the habits that you, you think you should do to be successful every day, make a checklist and go through them. Yeah. You know, because it, it could be that every day, you know, you do these physical things to keep your business running, and then every day you spend uh, 15 minutes uh, reading about sales. Yeah. You spend 20 minutes reviewing competition in the marketplace. You spend um, 30 minutes on every Saturday morning in making sure that you didn't miss any emails. You know, whatever those habits are, you know, that are going to serve you in your business, I think it's important to write yeah, those down. Yeah, and, and, and it's all, it's whatever it would be, you know, it's uh, doing doing the paperwork that's going to be required to do your taxes. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, or just communicating with your accountant. Yeah. You know, okay, I'm going to communicate with my accountant. That needs to be once a week. So these these habits are daily, weekly, monthly, annually, you know, hourly, whatever they need to be. You've yeah. got to figure out that zone and and then build it into a habit. And that's the best way to succeed is because it's if you don't build it into a habit and you don't turn it into that, then you will routinely you know, skip things. It, listen, it, it's really interesting because I've been working with a local small business lately and we've worked out a promotional schedule for when they come out with a new product. Okay. So, you know, here, here are the places that you post on social media. Here are the press releases that you send out and, and where they go. Here's how to update your product on the, uh, on the product page on your website. You know, here are all of these steps. And, you know, you go along and sales are good and they're increasing and everything. And all of a sudden there's a dip. Yeah. So you go back to the list and, you know, talking to the business owner, it's like, oh, I guess I didn't do those last week. There's the habit that you need to get into is to to do those things and have a way to check yourself. Yeah. So really, you know, be be the way that you either raise your children or the way you remember remember to be raised or if you don't do either of those things and it's chaos then here's some advice you could start doing that with your kids or your family too <laughs> but um it helps and having a businesses really large businesses yes. um, and really successful businesses typically have a series of routines that that it might be when whether it's opening a retail store or things they do for marketing every week, yep. whatever it is, they're stuck on a schedule and a routine and that makes sure that they're constantly doing it and they're always moving forward. Yeah, hey, and um, we have talked about um, uh, practice and being relentless. Mm -hmm. We just finished talking about being a creature of habit mm -hmm. and I have not uh, done my pitch yet for the episode. Oh, okay. Today, today's got? episode is brought to you by the new Digital Heat FX i550. Oh, awesome. I've got this great shirt behind me. Yeah. It's a new product um, from Coleman and Company in Cold Essie. It's a um, smaller transfer printer uh, that we've come out with in the Digital Heat FX. Yeah, line. it's so cool. I love it. Um, the video that um, we shot earlier today was how it's got a. Um, it's got a changeable and swappable toner system. Right. So what we did was um, we did kind of something that we might talk about in the podcast where we, we got the printer out, we put regular um, black toner in it, we yes. printed flyers, and we went out and sold. Yep. And then we came back and we printed uh, and we printed quotes, and we went out and delivered them to the customer. Then we came back with a sold order, we swapped the white toner in there, and then we printed t-shirt transfers. Yeah. And then at the end, we, pr we put the black back in and we printed a thank you note and wash instructions and uh, a koozie and a hat and boxed it all up. Yeah. And it's so cool because this printer's like got this interchangeable toner system where it becomes a, a true all-in-one for a small business. It, it's, a, it's a really neat product and, and um, since not that many of you are watching the video, we can't really uh, show it to you, but I really encourage you to go to uh, digitalheatfx.com mm -hmm. that's all one website and and just look at the new choices on the front because the 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 original digital heat effect system is still the is still the flagship because it'll do uh, you know 11 by 17 inch uh, prints and uh, it's much more cost effective as far as yeah, supplies it's, it's, and papers. It's faster go. and it's right. more robust. But, but this is a great kind of lower budget product that's, yep. a, that's a good way to get started if you can't get the big one. Yeah, so. and that's digital heat and then the letters fx.com. Right. So digitalheatfx.com. Yeah, I like that. So check it out. But um, so back we, to our list. Yeah, we, yeah. Had a, we had a little conversation about this. Yeah, so, so what I had written down was um, children resist change but adapt quickly. Right, and so um, I had kind of a problem with the, with the resisting change mm -hmm. part, uh, because I think, you know, kind of one of the things that we were talking about earlier was that a business owner has to be uh, ready to change mm -hmm. and open to change if market conditions um, 
change. Yes, and, right? and actually, and I agreed with that a hundred percent. The thought that I had when I wrote down resisting change was you have to have like a level of you have to be a level of conservative in your business, meaning that you have some rules or routine that you've built up, right? right. You've had, so for customers, this is how you do it. They um, you know, they ask for a quote, you put it in writing, they send it an email, they respond back in agreeing, they get uh, a deposit. There's these order and you do it at the same time every time. And then right. you have a customer that comes through and asks you to break your routine for them. Got it. So resist it to a degree. Well, okay, what are they asking me to do? Can yeah. I just push back and just say, it's really a, a thing this, that we there's have. There's a process yeah, for it's a, a process reason. Right? For a reason, and maybe they're fine with that. Yeah. And all it took was just asking once. Right. Um, but at the same time, um, the, a, a, the adapting quickly means maybe you're realizing that this is the new norm, that most customers want to interact this way. Right. And you, you, we can think about it if you go back years ago um, to email. Yeah. You know, if we go use that as an example for or social media, even newer, that maybe some customers might say, oh, can you just text me that? Right. You know, and um, you would never do that before. Yeah. Well, maybe you're starting to hear it more and more often. And maybe now you're OK. Well, how can I text my customers a quote? Yeah. OK, well, I can put it online and then share them the link or put it in like a Google Doc. You know, yeah. you start adapting to the change, but at the same time being conservative about your about your methods. So it's not just willy-nilly changing at every drop of a dime Got it. create disorder. So another good example of that would be if I'm a if I'm a, a DTG printer and I've got these five shirts that I recommend because I know they perform really well. Yeah. They're really popular. And you get a customer who wants to bring you a stack of a hundred shirts they bought at Walmart. You know, which you don't know what the material is, you don't know how it's going to print or how it's going to wash. You know, that might be a place to be conservative. Yeah. And say, you know, really, I could try doing one of these for you, and you take it home and wash it and see if you like it. But otherwise, you know, we have these shirts for this reason. That would be the conservative side. The adaptable side would be someone that starts happening all the time. Maybe you go to Walmart, identify that brand of shirt, and bring it in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that's great. And, and it's really just about, and children do this the same, and that's what, what they do. You know, they, if you try to, um, what really just what we talked about before, you know, um, so they have a certain type of sippy cup they use, right? right? But now they're getting a little older, they've got teeth, you know, you don't want them sucking on the, and biting on that sippy cup too much because right. you don't want them, you know, damage their teeth or anything like that. So you try to transition them away from that the, right. to maybe just a straw cup. Well, they don't like that. They're going to resist it. However, they're going to adapt quickly. If you yeah. throw all those away and give them the sippy cups, that first night at dinner, they're going to be upset. The yeah. second night, they're going to be upset still, but they're kind of thirsty. The third night, it's their new favorite cup. Yeah, and, and you know, it's, it's the same thing for, for any big change. So, you know, one, uh, one example that we used uh, when we were talking earlier is, you know, we get a lot of people that are, you know, screen printers, for example. Mm -hmm. When you try to introduce them to a new technology, they are completely resistant. You know, all they're they're not interested in in talking about it. You know, all they'll do is they'll see a video of a digital heat effect system or a direct to garment printer, and they will just say to themselves like a mantra over and over again, "Well, screen printing is better." You know, uh, I've done it this way for so long. You know, um, all the big businesses do it this way. You know, so what they're what they're saying really is they're not interested in changing. They're not opening to adapting to the situation they're just stuck in that space yeah and they're and you got to find that zone you know yeah. when it's right between resisting change and adapting and that's not a line that's easy to draw right you know it's really different for every business but you have to be i think the first step is just being self-aware of it yeah being self-aware that uh, when i'm resisting something it's for a purpose right and when i'm adapting to something new it's for a purpose do, and yeah. not doing it for principle do you do you want to do you want to be the uh the kid who um you know is is brought into a new kindergarten and sits in a corner and cries for two days or do you want to be the kid that goes into a new kindergarten, finds a circle with an empty spot, sits down and starts playing? Yeah. You know, so really I'd opt for option number two. Yeah, and it's yeah. the same with everything. It's, um, you know, resisting to have a Facebook page yeah. because you don't really like it or you don't want, don't want to be on there, which I understand all of these things. And they all have reasons, you right. know, why, you know, you're not into social media or why you don't prefer email or you don't want to text customers. These, there's all very good reasons. And sometimes 
it's technology that holds you back. I mean, there's a reason for resisting it. Yeah. Um, and other times, you're, if you're resisting it just for a principle, that's not good. And the same thing for, for adapting. To just There's a new social media platform that just comes up and you're immediately on it. And you're all over and you're spending all this time there. And then it doesn't exist six months later. Right. You know, um, so all those Vine videos that, that, oh, no. that were created. Uh, that's a great example. You know, um, but there's plenty of those. So yeah. it, it's just be uh, be thoughtful on those things. Yeah. So um, the next one is um, if they want something, they ask and ask and ask and ask and ask and ask. And uh, try to go to Target or Walmart with a child and oh you'll learn God. this. <laughs> And we have to do the same thing too. You know, um, they want they want a toy, or they want to stay up late, or they want candy, um, whatever it might be. And you've got to ask for business the same way. Yeah. So you go and and you meet a small business owner, and you said, "Hey, can I make your hats and t-shirts?" Yeah. And say, "No, I'm happy with who I use." Next time you run into him, ask him again. Yeah. Maybe not pull on a shirt and cry or what. <laughs> yeah. Well, you well, know, okay. but I mean, you if it try. works, if it works, I test it. But. Um, I, I agree. I think what one weakness that a lot of new business owners have is they're they're not in that habit of asking for business, you know. And it's just it's asking for somebody's name. It's asking for where they got that shirt embroidered. Mm -hmm. It's asking for where they buy their custom apparel. It's asking if they know anyone you know that buys sports shirts or yeah. the you know asking if they know a pastor at a local church that might need you know, some mission shirts or something like that. You know, this this principle of asking, I think, is something that kids do really well mm -hmm. and is one of the biggest thing that's worth emulating. And they're typically not afraid to yeah. ask. And that kind of goes back to um, what I mentioned in the beginning. You know, they're not as jaded to ask. They're not as yeah. scared to hear no, because they hear no all the time. I, I think I, I, just, I, I just keep, um, I'm smiling now because I keep remembering kids asking, can I have it? Yeah. You know, and that was constantly the question is, you know, a bright red car would pull up next to you, a Jeep or something like that. Ah, uh, that's pretty, can I have it? Yeah. <laughs> no, you can't, but good ask, right? Yeah. And, and that's, Somebody could have said yes. Yeah, do it with, do it with uh, your business. So ask for that business. If you see somebody yeah. and he or she owns a small business or they're in charge of the apparel or they know somebody in the business who is, you ask it and you don't have to be relentless. You don't have to be annoying. Yeah. Um, you, just, you just say, hey, and remember, um, I make custom apparel, and I know you guys use some all the time. Keep me in mind, please. I mean, hey, sometimes it could just be as light as that. You, you know what you could do is you could blame us. If you're shy yeah, or okay. embarrassed, what you could say is, you know what? I listened to these two business guys on the radio about marketing, and they told me that I have to ask you, can I have that business? Yeah. You know, can, hey, I, can I have it? You know, do, do the same exactly. And, and people will say no, and most people are polite about it. I and mean, we've had this conversation a hundred times about sales. Right. You gotta ask and ask and ask and just keep asking. And if one person's always telling you no, you move on to the next one and you ask them, and then you run into the other person and you ask them again. Yeah. And one day it's just gonna be the day where it's you know just what? the right time. Yeah, and yeah. they're just gonna say, you know what, you've been, t you've been asking me for like a year, uh, three or four times you've asked me over the past year when I've run into you at these events. And uh, you know what? I, th I think I want to give you a shot. So, so um, I, I was a little bit worried about the next one. The more, the okay. more I thought about your next point, okay. <laughs> the more I it had a Me Too movement kind of a vibe to it. So I want to make sure. It's the, it's the kids know how to be cute and you should too. Yeah. So, you know, depending on who you're talking to, that could be taken the wrong way. What do you mean? <laughs> That's what why you, I let you what read, you, what read you it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, it's about, know, so what Ray, a, a kids know how to, you know, do the little pouty face and the smile and, and give you the nice eyes. You yeah. know, can I please have a lollipop? And they do this thing because they know that that being endearing in a way I works. Like that. That's on, a great, that's a great way It works on humans, it. period. Yes. It doesn't matter what it is. So what does that mean for you? Uh, be smiling, you know, wear, you know, dress yeah. with your attire. You do talk yes. about it all the time, you know, wear what you do. You know, if you make, if you do embroidery, wear embroidery, dress nice, smile to people, be friendly. Um, it, it doesn't have anything to do with what being cute means. Right. It's just the fact that you're endearing and in whatever way that fits you or your brand. Think about everything that your kids do to get noticed. Yeah. And sometimes it's, 
jumping up and down. Sometimes it's taking off their shoes and running around outside. You know, they're doing all of these things specifically because they're the center of the universe, right? They're trying to get you or somebody else to notice them. And they'll do a bunch of different stuff to do that. And we're, we're not saying that you should do, you know, you should take off your shoes and run around outside, you know, but what you should do is is you should do what you can do to be noticed. Yeah. And to be pleasant while you're doing it. Yeah. And and really the big thing that when I first thought about this one, I just thought about the tons of times when I ran into um, salespeople or business owners or whatever it is, and I meet them and they put on a big smile. It's great to meet you. Yeah. Shake your hand, you know, whatever it is. and then, And that's it. And then at that point in time, it's just like, okay, this seems like a pretty cool person. This seems like right. a nice person. And then they go into talking about, okay, well, you know, I sell I sell this. And you're like, yeah. oh, okay, that's interesting. And, and they continue to be endearing. Yeah. And uh, it's it, this isn't just physical and in person. It's uh, answering it's emails phone, and it's the on the phone. Um, so, you know, ending an email with a nice regard. Hey, Gary, right. message, you know, all the best. You right. know, Marie, whatever it is, do it like that. And, and the same thing, whatever it is, text messages, phone calls, yeah. be endearing, be nice, add, emo add a smiley emoji at the end of sentence. <laughs> All if these you, little things. But be, but be noticeable. I'll, yeah. I'll, give you, I'll give you an example. Is um, when I first moved into my neighborhood, I, um, I attended this big community meeting, big neighborhood meeting, mm -hmm. a couple of hundred people there. Um, and I only owned one red polo. And I wore it. And then I wore it to the next meeting. Okay. And forever after, everyone knew who I was. I was the guy with the red shirt. No, yeah. It didn't matter <laughs> what I wore, you know, after that. But that is, that was something I did unintentionally, but, um, but it got noticed. And now people identified me with that. And, you know, I'm a nice guy. I was pleasant. I talked to people. So that reinforced that. But if you're wearing what you do, and you're friendly, and you take steps to be noticeable, then um, it'll it'll pay off. People yeah, remember. Yeah. Oh, you're the t-shirt lady. Yeah. You know, because you're endearing, and you always have a funny shirt on, whatever it might be. But um, yeah, you've got to, kids know how to play to just the basic core things of humans, and, and you should do the same thing, and that has to do with getting noticed, being friendly, yeah. um, and just and looking the part. Yeah. So, um, the next one is about um, kids get over things. Yeah. And and basically adults are incapable of We're trying to say over get things. over it. We're trying to say get over <laughs> um, it. But adults can't get over things. Yeah. It's really hard. They'll hang on to them forever. And this, they will take that stuff to the grave before they allow anything to go on it. I mean, people will hold on to things. And really, for your business... I, I've, I've got three things. Yeah, right away, I can't help things. thinking about them. And, I'm getting angry just thinking about them. And, and, it's, and we, when we allow that to creep into our business, yeah. where it costs us time and money... And, lost opportunity. And lost opportunity, yeah, then you do, you're not doing anything positive for your business that involves whether it would be a grudge... Um, or, um, or just for the principle of it. Yeah, and I, I, always... I, I mean the the kid the kid example is, is that they're playing with a toy, you take it away, they cry for ten minutes like it's the end of the world. Yeah, um, and then they find a different toy and they go and play. So so they're over it. They don't hate you forever. Yeah, they won't refuse if you try to give them another toy. They won't refuse you. Right, which is all things that a business owner will do. Yeah, you go to your cousin's house and playing around, your cousin pushes you and you fall, right. right? And you scrape your knee and then you're really sad. Eight minutes later, they're playing with their cousin again and then two weeks from now, you're right. like, hey, we're gonna go over our cousin's house again. Can't They can't wait. Yeah. You know, the fact, yeah, I push, they forgot about the push move. Alternatively, mm -hmm. if, you, uh, you know, if you have a piece of equipment, you know, at some point you are going to have a problem. Yeah. Even even if you buy equipment from us, yeah, you're you're going to have some kind of a problem. You are going to maintain it improperly. There's going to be a lightning strike. Uh, your kid's going to spill something out of his sippy cup onto the motherboard of the machine. <laughs> yeah, that would no, be something's going to happen. <laughs> and Terrible. in spite of your vendor's best response, you are not going to have a good experience. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe there was a lot of pressure and you did something to the machine and you couldn't finish an order. So it was a big deal. It cost you a lot personally. Um, 
that doesn't mean that you should never do business with that vendor again. It doesn't mean that you should never use that piece of equipment again. And it doesn't mean that you should never show your face to that customer again, right? You've got to have this ability to, to look at a situation, realize it happened, learn from it, wrap it up in a ball, set it on a shelf and go make some money. Yeah, it's really just, uh, that's it. That's yeah. the end of it is just, you, you put it away. And there's a difference between um, getting over things and of course being like walked all over and trampled on. Right, absolutely. You know, like and 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 you've got you've got to draw a real line on that because that's where the defense will go. Well, somebody yeah. will say, "Well, um, I I did business with this person. They didn't deliver on time, and that was it. I don't do business with people who don't deliver on time." Right. And it's really it's like, okay, well, was it a singular mistake or it's, do they normally not deliver? On yeah, time? it's like the it's like the one time and it wasn't even. Their fault. The UPS guy got a flat tire and couldn't. Oh go yeah, I, I can't tell you how many like times that. over the years. Oh, we get yelled at about UPS. Will never do business with us again because their UPS truck broke down. Right uh, on the way to delivering well, their fault. package. That you know, is, and 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 then now, so what they do is they they they're so upset they they have to take it out on somebody. I'm um, taking out UPS is going to go nowhere, right? Right, right? So they take it out on on their rep. I'm never going to order from you again. Yeah. Now they're having to find a new vendor and match new colors and new and inventory. Start the whole process. Start the whole process again, until the UPS guy has another flat tire. Yeah, <laughs> and and so don't do this with your business on on anything. Whether yeah, it's your customers, especially or, your customers. Yeah, because you know, for example, we get a lot of, and we talked about one of our pet peeves being those auto response emails that we get where it's, hey, thanks for emailing us, we'll get back to you very soon, then there's the person's name, and then there's a 300-word essay about ways that they won't do business with you. Oh, yeah. Right, and, and that's because at some point, they accepted a PO that came in late, or they, um, you know, they, they got a late payment, or they did business with a customer mm -hmm. who um, decided not to give them a deposit, they took the order anyway, and they got stiffed. You know, all of those things do happen, but that doesn't mean that that person isn't worthy of doing business with because the UPS, their U version of the UPS truck may have gotten a flat tire. Yeah. You know, so you shouldn't lose out on opportunities because you are holding on to something that happened in the past. And this is, so from a large standpoint, you know, um, it makes a lot of sense, but it really makes um, sense, I think, even more from an hour-to-hour -hour standpoint. Okay. So you're in business and you um, uh, you pick up the phone. It's somebody you were going to do business with, and they say, "I'm not going to do business with you. I'm, I'm doing business with somebody else. Oh, Sorry, yeah. I'm not going to place an <clears throat> order." And you talk to them. They're not. Con they're not going to change their mind right. for whatever the reason is. Doesn't even matter. Now, but you're you're upset. So you're hurt. You're bothered because you wasted a bunch of time with them. Yeah. You're frustrated because you really thought you got that sale. I mean, yep. all of these things. And now you're really upset. You hang up the phone. You pick up the phone the next time it rings, and now you take it out on that person. Oh, yeah. And now this person was getting ready to give you money. Right. But not anymore. But now you're angry. <laughs> so now you're opening up with, well, you know what? I'm not going to go through the process of giving you a quote and go through all that rigmarole unless I know you're going to order. Yeah. So give me the order and then I'll send you a quote. Yeah, and it and it's so you can't you can't hold on to things hour to hour. Yeah. And this is true. I mean, this is just this turns from business to just in general. Yeah. If traffic was bad and somebody cut you off, don't let it affect the meeting you're going to go to. Yeah. That it's, it's, all of these things happen, especially if it turns out to be with that person. <laughs> you know, I mean, what what happens when a um, you know, when that customer that Mark talked about that, that canceled the order, said they're not going to go with you, calls back the next day and says, you know what, I've rethunk it. You know, the, this company is, is failing me. Can you still take the business? Well, get get over yesterday and, and take the business today. Yeah. Because now you get the opportunity to be a hero. Yeah. And because that customer might call you back. The next day, just like that, mm -hmm. and say, "I was you no, know, I made a mistake. I want to do business with you." And boom, you know. To, so don't hold grudges on things. Don't hold them from hour to hour. Don't let one upset customer take you to another yeah, I mean, one. Feel don't free to do that in your personal life, just yeah, not in business. Sure. Uh, so, um, you know, get over things, whatever they be, short term and long term, and just again, all of it. All I think everything is about just having a mindset of these things. Sometimes yeah. you shouldn't get over things, and you should. You should fire that customer or right. that vendor, but but that's a different. But that's a different. That's a different thing. Yeah. Much. 
So, so I, I like this one because almost a lot of what we've talked about up until now can be boiled down into this. One. Okay. What do you got? Um, and that is um, kids make best friends in five minutes. Yeah. So you drop a kid in a room full of people, full of kids, full of dogs, full of trees. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter what it is. They're going to find someone, something to do or to play with to make themselves happy for, for a certain period of time. Yeah. They make best friends very fast. You bring them to a park and they play for 20 minutes. You call them over, hey, come back. You know, hey, right. we're gonna leave in about you know 15 minutes or so. Oh, great. Oh, that's my new best friend out there. Yeah, I'm gonna go now, play. Now, I, I do want to specify that we should have said this up front. We are not talking about teenagers at all. This is not. <laughs> no. It's completely different. Uh, you know. Yes. Just, don't be like teenagers. They just hate everybody. Right. Yeah. Don't do that. Uh -huh. So, but the best friend, friend thing is is true, and it's because kids will go into a group or they'll go into a, um, you know, into a into a situation. A lot of times, just with this idea that they're ready to play. Yeah. You know, they're ready to they're ready to have fun. They want to be interested. They want to be entertained. They want to do something. So for for you, if you walk into a room full of business people, their potential customers, do the same thing. Look for somebody to play with. Look for somebody to connect to. See how many people that you connect can connect with on different levels. You know, uh, get their names, do something together. It all works the same way it does for little kids in your business. Yeah, and it's so, actually what's funny about it is it's so hard for adults to go up and break the ice mm -hmm. and it's and kids just don't care at all. They just walk up and they're just like, do you like fruit roll-ups too? <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't matter what it is. Right. They just walk up to a complete strange kid and just say whatever it is yeah. and just say, I had ice cream for dinner last night. Yeah. And that's their opening line. Yeah. And then the little kids, I love ice cream. You should We're try that. Friends. You should try that. <laughs> You should That's try. a great opening line. Uh, don't tell somebody you had ice cream for dinner last night. Come on. <laughs> what are they going to say? No, you should. Actually, that is a great opening yeah, line. I That's so. funny. Um, and so, I make t-shirts. And I make t-shirts. Yeah. So I can put that on. Which one of those do you want to talk about? <laughs> and so if you go to these events, you know, we talk about them all the time. Going to the Chamber of Commerce events and the BNIs and the singles get-togethers and the church group meetings and yeah. all of these events where you're going to be with other adults who are potential business owners and decision makers and just make sure that you introduce yourselves to people yeah and you just say hi and you just, if anything it's just it can be the simplest things hey my name is mark we've been to these meetings like 10 times before i never met you right. so i just wanted to say hi yeah and uh and uh, Two seconds about me, I make t-shirts, and I love to eat ice cream for dinner. I love that. <laughs> I, give me your card. I printed a fresh t-shirt just for this event. What do you think? Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. And then, uh, and then people will reciprocate with the same thing back. Yeah. They'll tell you, oh, yeah, you know, oh, I work for such and such company. We order custom T-shirts. I don't know who we use. Yeah. You know? Oh, well, here, who, who makes the decision? Oh, that's, yeah. that's or Mary, better. Or better yet, yeah. can I have that business? <laughs> yeah. Can I, can I have it? Yeah. So these things that just make some friends, and it doesn't have to be really awkward or weird. It's yeah. just, hey, I just came to this event for the first time. I don't know anybody. I just wanted to say hi and introduce myself so I could know one person here, and that'll be you. I, I, I love you that. You know, and, that, and you just say hi. I see I see. you like water. I like water, yeah. too, you know. And that person might be unfriendly, and they, and they might, oh, all right, well, okay, and then just walk away. All right. They go up to the next person. I'm, all right, I met one person here. He wasn't really talkative, um, so I'm going to meet somebody else. You, you know, those people are, are mostly just really more nervous than you are that don't talk. Yeah. Because... Because no one that goes to those places doesn't want to talk. They, they true. 100% they want to connect with people. It's a little off base. But if you treat everyone like you are, um, that they're your friend or you would like them to be your friend, and that goes not just when you're prospecting for business, but also with your current customers, with your neighbors. If you are, if you are as friendly and outgoing as possible, you will meet more people you'll have more conversations and that will just lead to more business. Yeah. It's just the way it works. Yeah, and uh, some little you could do little exercises if you're going to go to an event like that where you have to meet some new friends. Um, and really you're just trying to get business. You right. know, that's why you're going ultimately, right. right, is to network and get business is uh, have a few things that you plan to say at a time. I, like, I was hoping you weren't going to say like push-ups. No, just so you could do push-ups in the middle of an event, you'll get it noticed. You will. <laughs> Uh, but really, uh, you just maybe a few open-ended questions. What do you do? 
Yeah. You know, how long have you how long you know how long have you been in business? How'd you right. get started in your business? You know, ask some people. Have first. you ever gotten any uh, good leads or good sales from an event like this? Yeah, that's a good you know, one that's too. A, that's a great thought. Because I haven't yet, and I'm interested in your business. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> You've got some good ones. All right. I like it. I like make best friends. It's it's one of my favorites, I think, on the list today. But um, I also like um, the kids are extremely curious. And this yeah. is kind of our last, um, one of the last ways that we thought of to, or you thought of, uh, for us to talk about with, um, you know, how you can emulate little kids or, or what you can do to get all the advantages of being a little kid yeah. and apply it to your business. This one is one of my favorites because um, I think being extremely curious is almost part of all of these other things. Okay. You know, like, um, the curiosity in kids, you know, leads them to be relentless about things. The curiosity in kids leads them to go meet new people and find out. I want to know. I just wanted to know if that kid liked ice cream. Yeah. I mean, these are things kids think and right. say. Yeah. You know, um, they at they they're asking to do something because they really. I really want to know what that candy tastes like. Yeah. Can I please get one? So they right. ask and ask and ask. And I think that's why I think it's an all-encompassing one. It's good. And um, and. When you're with a business, when you're with your business, and you're thinking about it, yeah. you got to be curious about whatever it's coming up next. Don't let things pass you by. Oh yeah, and also, you know, you can apply that curiosity principle. It's a good way to approach your existing customers and the, and the people at those networking meetings and the businesses that you go and visit. Is to be curious about the business and those people personally. Mm -hmm. You know, because if you are, then you're asking all the right questions. Because people love to talk about themselves. Um, so you 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 be the the version of the little kid that says you know walks up to somebody else and says why do you have red hair yeah you, you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean so 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 be like that when you go to the meetings when you talk to your customers you know um, I want a price on twelve black hoodies with my company logo why why do you want a price on twelve black hoodies with your company logo what are you doing yeah it says oh we're gonna have an event what's the event it's this. Where's it going to be? When's it going to be? How many people are going to be there? Are they going to bring their parents? Are they going to bring their kids? Um, is it going to be sunny outside? Is it going to be raining? Um, are you going to have to walk? Are you, are you driving? You know, how big is your business? You know, yeah. So all of these, as if you approach this with maximum curiosity, I really think there's a there's a, a kernel of genius in there to be successful. Yeah, and it, I, I think that's great. And I loved everything that you said there throughout like a sales cycle. Yeah. Don't rapid fire it like that. Right. You'll be a freak. <laughs> right. But I have you know, had a lot of coffee. <laughs> but you know, yeah, you go into the conversation, we need twelve hoodies. Okay, great, we could do twelve hoodies. Um, what are these for? What kind yeah. of event? You know? And then um, you know, and then if, if you get some pushback, yeah. you know, on that, um, then let them know why you're asking. Let them know why you're curious. So, oh, okay, what are they for? And then, oh, well, you know, we just get them. Oh, okay, the reason I ask is because we've got so many different things and types of hoodies. I'm curious if it's like, if it's le legitimately to keep warm, yeah. or if it's just because in your office, everyone wears hoodies and rolls the sleeves up and wears tank tops underneath because it looks cool. Yeah. You know, and then it's like, because I've got a really nice. good hoodie like for that. that. I like that. Um, versus I've got a good hoodie for warm, for being warm, yeah. and I've got another one that's good if you are if you might be raining outside. Yeah, so, I mean, it's great because you're learning the maximum uh, amount that you can from potential customers, so you can kind of fill in their order. You become yeah. the expert, you make sure they, they get the right product, and we've done tons of podcasts on that. Um, and when you are out prospecting or meeting people in the public, you're asking questions about them so you can kind of both ferret out an opportunity and because honestly people like to talk to, to talk about themselves. So if you ask them questions about themselves and their business, they'll probably be excited to answer. Yeah, and you be, you gotta be curious about everything. Yeah. So um, that's what is gonna keep you questioning what's new. So be curious about social media, social yeah. media marketing. I, I, I got this awesome ad on Facebook. Why did I get this ad? Yeah. You know, why, why is this being shown to me? Should I be doing this? Yeah, is this is a video. Should I be doing a video? Or I got another one with a shirt picture. Should I be doing that? You know, these are these are things that you should be curious about. Yeah, and, and just uh, as you start to question things and start to strive for knowledge yeah. and strive for new ideas, uh, a new technology in apparel decorating, you know, where are, do you know what, it, what equipment I, I, you're going to Honestly, I, I think that's the most important one. We should have started yeah. with <laughs> what you should be really curious about well, is whatever Coldesi and Coleman and company have coming out. That's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's that is idea. true. I love that idea. But yeah. And why I love it is because um, if you're in this business, 
there and I mean there's going to be one or two maybe people ever that have the same equipment and they've never upgraded for the past 25 years so that's right. basically nobody no you well they're, they're screen printers and they have Toyota embroidery machines yes <laughs> those are them. Those, they're good but but a lot of these folks a lot of folks um, are if they want to really grow and you yeah. want to take advantage of of um, being a, a bigger business making more money whatever your goals are yeah then you've got to consider all right um at what point in time do i need to move to a newer technology because like you said i mean there's some old toyota embroidery machines out there that use um tapes and floppy drives and yeah. and their their business is is surviving on on a computer that's 18 years old yes you know and things like it's literally just, and it's just waiting it's literally. just waiting to die so at that point in time do you know they're frugal, maybe, and they're and they're still in business. They're still making money, but, but are they? But they're prepared? not curious, right? They're and they're not curious. And and honestly, like that's the way. You don't see a lot of rapidly growing businesses that are using the same equipment that they've always used. That are using the same software that they've always yeah. used. They're curious about what comes out next. They're researching online. They're reading magazines. They're going to shows. They're in the Facebook group asking people what's new, what the latest thing is or they see something, maybe a customer brings you something, I'd like you to do this. Don't say, I don't do that right off the bat. You know, find, take a look at it and find out, I wonder how they did this. Yeah, under what it is. Yeah. And it's great to um, you know, shop for what is happening. Yes. You know, I, I love technology and, um, and any, anything computer, phone, tech, video That's game related. That's I love all that stuff. I rarely buy stuff like that right. in big dollar tickets. I usually like decide on one big dollar ticket and I own it for a long time. I know everything about it and I love it. Yeah. Um, however, I'm always looking at like, what's the new iPad look like? What's it got? Because yeah. I want to know. Stay up to date. The day that I'm ready to move on from yeah. the device that I've got, I want to be educated on it. Or the day that I say, you know what? I want to expand my business. It's time to bring on a new technology or a new piece of equipment or a new piece of software. Yeah, you're ready. You you're you've been so curious. You've got four or five ideas driving in your head already. I like that idea. And uh, it's it's all the above. It's so it's a it's within selling. It's networking. It's new technology. It's new software. It's new ways to market and advertise. Um, you know, should you be doing text messaging advertising to your customers? Right. I don't know. Do you even know how it works? Yes. You know, I mean, you know, those those are all things to be curious about and think about because that's what's that's where ideas come from. So, so let's let's just recap the things that we okay. talked about. Sure. Um, we talked about um, that kids are relentless. Mm -hmm. All right, and that impacts on practice. Yeah, and they don't give up. That's right. Up. We talked about that they are uh, creatures of habit. Yep. Consistency is, is great for success. We, we mentioned, we kind of honed in on the checklist when we were talking about that mm -hmm. as well. Um, they resist change but adapt quickly. Yeah, I've come they, over to your way of thinking yeah, on they, that. They I find that, that line between changing and, and, and keeping order. Right. Um, they, um, if they want something, they ask and ask and ask. Yes, yeah, don't give up on asking for business. Don't give up on asking for, for success. I've written, um, can I have it on my pad here? That's, my, okay. that's gonna be my, <laughs> it's gonna be my big word. What else do you got? Yeah, um, then we put, um, they know how to be cute. They know how to be noticed. Yeah. They know how to be endearing. Right. And, and you gotta do that. And that's all about smiles and smiley face emojis and high fives. Being noticeable and, yeah. in whatever platform that you deliver yeah. yourself. Exactly. Okay. Um, uh, Get over things. Oh, please, God. Yeah, Get over so, it. So you? don't hold grudges. Don't let bad traffic affect the sales meeting that you have in the morning. Right. Don't let one bad customer ruin the experience for the next group of people. Um, don't let a mistake that you made ruin something for later on. You know, because yeah. that's what happens. You can make a mistake, and then and then you let that ruin it. For I'm never going to do that again. I don't. I don't care what you say. Yeah. I'm never shopping at Sears. I. I it's knew, been thirty. I years. was really surprised it didn't come up. It, I tried to hold it. I tried. <laughs> I don't hold it. Oh, I mean, there could be a really good. I'm I'm glad that none of your business you do involves Sears. Make best friends in five <laughs> minutes. I think that's um, uh, yeah. Make best friends in five minutes. Go to places, ask them, ask people questions, say hello, introduce yourself, hand out business cards, tell people what you do, um, do like a kid does, where you just walk up and just yeah. you know 
Say, I watched I watched uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles last night. <laughs> Make friends. <laughs> the more friends you have, the more people know what you do, and um, the more people watch. Yeah, network. It's great for you. Okay. And then be extremely curious. So yeah, know, what, know what's coming principle. up. Yeah, overall, know what's coming new, and know what's going on with your customers. Know why they're making the decisions, who's making the decision, where it's being done. I mean, there's so many things to be curious about. Yeah, I, I think the day that a customer comes in and shows you a glitter transfer. Yeah. Be curious about that and realize that it was a digital heat FXI 550 yes. that you could do. You could <laughs> yeah. do glitter transfers. We on. just my last, did. Uh, my did you see flight. the glitter transfer? I did. I made it's the other spectacular. Day. It looks so it's cool. Great. Okay. Um, well, if you're curious about that, you know you know how to reach us. Yeah, digitalheatfx.com. Um, uh, go to customerapparelstartups.com. Uh, listen to the other podcasts. Uh, 82 episodes means that there's about 82 hours yeah. worth of reasonably or occasionally good content <laughs> and, uh, that you can yeah. learn from. And uh, a few people have commented or made us made some reviews and comments or sent us some messages uh, kind of saying, you know, I know um, how hard it is to do that or how much research and, and thought, you know. So yeah. if, if, you're, if you're new to this, then we really do spend a good amount of time trying to research things. We read articles. We take practice from, real, from the real world and bring yeah. it here. We take conversations with tons of customers over social media, emails, phone calls, in person, and we turn it into this podcast. Yes. And the folks who listen to it consistently that we talk to, are often folks still in business. Yeah. The people who've listened Absolutely. to all 82 are, st maybe they're not rich yet. Yeah. Maybe they're still trying to get to that next level, but they're still in business because they're constantly aware and in practice. And I think I've talked about it before um, on why I think the podcast is a great thing to listen to. Um, I saw a quote that it said something to the effect of like, there's, there's no good parenting books. If you buy parenting books, you're automatically yeah, going great. to be a better parent. And that's, that's like, great. if you're listening to these podcasts and you're watching our videos and you're reading the blog posts on Coldesi and Coleman and Company, then you are setting yourself up to be a better business person. Yeah. Even if you only, even if there's only a handful of things you really take into practice. This is a habit, I've got it written down. Yeah, right it's a here. habit. So um, last thing, uh, and then we'll sign off, and that is uh, Mark Vila is oh, typically sitting in our um, Dale Mabry campus. Okay. And uh, Mark Stevenson, me, I am typically sitting in our West Shore campus. Okay. If you have the opportunity to visit, if you come in for a product demonstration, we love to, to hear people that come in for training because mm -hmm. they bought equipment. If you're here to pick up supplies, uh, just stop in and say hi. Yeah. We'd yeah, love, to, love to meet you, love to talk about the podcast. And, uh, you know, if you can think of ways that we might be able to help your business, just let us know. Yeah, and for sure, um, we talked about before that if folks have questions or want us to, if they're going to do their first email marketing and yeah. want to email it to us to ask what we think, yes. or they make a website, send it to us. We're happy to help with little tips and tricks and critiques, and you take it for what it's worth to you. Yeah, I like it. Okay, this has been Mark Stevenson from Coldesi. And Mark from Coleman & Company. You guys have a great business. Thank you.